realistically, you're probably looking between 500 and 1,000 people. It's 137,000 square foot. And I was just thinking, oh my God, like the impact on the town and on the services, because I had like, said in the group myself, my own father was couldn't get a GP appointment. He was looking, he was trying to get bloods done. He couldn't get in for two weeks and he ended up going through A&E and ended up in UHL for a month. And unfortunately, he still has ongoing issues because he was left and it was a delayed diagnosis. Um, and then they were saying he had to bring his bloods down to the lab himself because he had to wait two weeks and it was close to the procedure and I was thinking oh my god like we haven't got the services to manage in the town and everyone's saying like schools are full you know there's always calls in the community group for different for more policing in the town and I was thinking what can we do here like what can you do if you're going to bring 800 people or 800 to 1000 people into a town without any resources or services or a plan so we had no plan nobody was speaking because we're not fully aware of numbers yet. No, or, or but see, the that's case they're saying be, it's commercially sensitive information. Yeah, but uh, I suppose, and you'll be well aware of this, that we are obliged by law in, in terms of um, accommodating Ukrainians who are fleeing war. Mm. And there are also international protection obligations as well. And they're, and they're well documented. So I suppose from the state's point of view, they would say that we, we have to accommodate people. That, Absolutely. That but I think the reality is that, you know, if you don't, if you, you know, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And who ends up picking up the pieces of this? And I suppose that's the that's all the people are asking for. Make a plan, put in resources, put in services, give communities what they've been crying out for for years. But putting vulnerable people in any uh, any group of people, but particularly people we know are coming from war torn areas who are vulnerable, they have needs coming in. Are those needs been met? And if those needs aren't met, what impact do they have on the people in the town who are already looking for mental health services, GP services, schools to capacity, can't get a bus. A couple of weeks ago, you couldn't get the bus to Shannon. They had to change the double-decker bus because people were left standing there and couldn't get to college. So they hadn't actually even made a plan before the Ukrainians came in to increase the bus services, knowing that there'd be more people. So at a very basic level, if you can't get on a bus... You know, and if people aren't communicating, then people are going to start getting upset and they want to know what are you going to do here for our town? There's been a call for Minister in charge of this portfolio, Roderick O'Gorman, uh, to come down to Shannon to address residents. Um, would that be something yourself and the group would I, look for? Absolutely. But I find it very hard to, to comprehend that Roderick O'Gorman hasn't even spoken to his colleague in party. So if you are sitting next to somebody in the doll and we're like Roderick O'Gorman isn't going to come and speak to us before he speaks to Carl Crow, who's who's his colleague. And I, I saw yesterday in the paper, Carl Crow has made a complaint because of this. But rightly so. It's it's not fair. And I, the cloak and dagger response, and that's been a couple of comments, have been, you know, like that, is what's actually concerning people the most because they're not liaising with local communities. And then those communities feel a little bit hard done by in that we just want answers and we just want better for the areas that we live in and, the you know, the, the, the amenities that we, that we, we need and the services that we need. I know there have been concerns raised uh, even by the likes of the Clare PPN in terms of the far right and people allegedly coming from outside other counties down to Shannon over the weekend. How do you respond to those concerns in, in, in terms of the group and I suppose the overall issue that we're talking about? I suppose about I said on the, um, I said at my, when I spoke on Saturday and I genuinely mean that and I'm not naive by any means but I didn't know what far right was. And I looked it up 
And then I suppose I said, and I had to say, and I was sad I had to say it, I'm not racist and I'm not far right and we're not coming with any other agenda than wanting better. Um, and then afterwards, I suppose people had posted videos into the group and posted comments in that there was far right activists were there. But I suppose realistically, we didn't have control over a public park. And unfortunately, you can't get a venue. Nobody will allow you in. So we couldn't get a protected space. I did ask politicians not to come on Saturday because I didn't want to turn it, in, it to be turned into a political event when it was about the community. And I know some um, councillors live in the community and I didn't want to put anybody out, but it, it had to be all or nothing. I couldn't just say one and then others would have turned up but we would absolutely condemn any of what uh, violence or anything like that that has been perpetrated by far right activists but it's not just one group or one person it's lots of different people so I suppose I did put up in the group nobody was to come to cause trouble I had asked the guards to come you know I tried my best to do it in the right way but we did not know that those people were there and I suppose I asked people if they were aware of it and I spoke to the guard and he said Elaine they didn't cause any trouble there was nothing we could have done anyway but I just said to others there the onus would have been on them if there was any trouble if they did know these people to identify them it wasn't anything that we were aware of and we cannot control something we don't have knowledge of Absolutely and just lastly then in terms of the, the short to medium term goals of, of the group which has obviously yeah, been set up 22 to, to people on the people, committee yeah. um, a mix of ages you know grandparents uh, young people business owners who, who genuinely have concerns of the impact of this on Shannon want answers so we're going to meet as a group on Wednesday and look at you know what for, to formulate a plan we've already set up a WhatsApp group in which we're looking at tasks and people taking on different roles contacting different people setting up a meeting with TDs and with councillors to try and put across the views of, of the people that want to be heard like realistically we're not saying we're, we're speaking for all of Shannon you can't we're just speaking for the people who've come forward with concerns who want to be heard and, and we've set up an email address and said that if anybody in confidence wants to email us they're more than welcome